Hello there. This is an incoming transmission from the Outer Rim Beacon. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsed. The real performance is about to begin. Kenobi. Kenobi! Ladies and gentlemen, you have now tuned in to the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for everything in that galaxy, far, far away, rocking out on a metal Monday here. Ask for it and Kyle delivers. There you go. We got, we got metal here. I'm Justin. I'm one of your hosts. Joining me today, as always, are my co-hosts. This is Josh, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm ripping off that metal intro. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Uh, this is Kyle, and for some reason, I was ready to correct you and be like, but Justin, it's Tuesday, and it is not <laughs> Tuesday at all. No. It's been Monday all day, like almost the, almost the whole of Monday is over, and I still am not up to speed for some reason, but here we it are. It was beautiful out today, though. Weather was great what here in the Midwest. Dolphin? It was nice. It is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Classic. Uh, no, but thanks for uh, thanks for putting together a little metal intro there. I'm yeah. a sucker for the uh, the double the foot pedals on the bass okay. on the drums there. Just doo, 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 doo. love it. So, well, we have got a lot to cover today. So we're gonna dive right in. We've got some news and notes. We've got Bad Batch to cover. We have Mando to cover. We got lots of stuff going on today. So, uh, news and notes, real quick. We're 30 days out from Celebration Europe. Yawn. We who cares? <laughs> we thought that they had been done announcing guests and then last like end of last week all of a sudden out of the blue they announced michelle ang and simon i'm gonna mispronounce Garfunkel. his last name cassianitis oh. um as two more guests that are gonna be at celebration so those came out of the blue um and then they also announced the first pin sets they have three sets of three uh are they have uh, a return of the jedi there's an r2 leia and wicket and or Cassian, B2, and Dedra Miro, and then Mando, they have the Armorer, Din, and Bo-Katan. All of those are available for purchase now for those with tickets. If you don't have a ticket, can't get it yet. So if you know somebody, hit them up, get that order in. Um, But that's it for Celebration Europe. It's about 30 days out. It's coming up quick, so hope everybody is planning and doing all the things that they need to do to make sure they're ready to go. Shop Disney. Oh, go ahead, Josh. Hopefully that means we're only like 32 days out from finding out the location of the next <laughs> celebration. That's what playing. I'm talking about. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm interested in seeing what they're going to do for live streams. Yeah. Like I, 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 I want to be able to watch a, a good bit of it. Yeah. Like that's what I want in my headphones in the background at work. You know what I mean? Like at least where I can oh, I might just kind of work. pseudo watch and but I want to see it. So, uh, but that's coming up. Uh, Shop Disney released a Bo-Katan Kreese special edition doll. It's very similar to the Ahsoka Tano doll. I bought it. They... Did you? Yeah. I didn't do it yet. And they're about the same. Everything. I buy everything Bo-Katan though. So. They're true. about the same very as true. the Forces of Destiny figures too, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. They're just not. They just um, don't say Forces of Destiny. Right. They, they're very nice. They look. It's like a premium mix. packaging too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, where you um, can actually see it. <laughs> yes, the plastic window that everybody loves where you can see the product. Um, not good for the environment, but 
you can see it. Uh, but they also released a whole bunch of other, I don't know if you guys saw this or not. They released a whole bunch of other saber hilts on there, deeply discounted. So Leia's saber, Plo Koon, Luminara, Darth Sidious, you can buy all of them for $118.99. Um, on Shop Disney right now, and it's free shipping. They're regularly $169.99 in the park. So that's a sizable discount on those sabers. And the Plo Koon and Luminara came out probably middle of last year, I think. So they weren't even out long. And Luminara's has like the white plastic box that's not on any of the other sabers. And she's um, dope. What's up with that? No yeah. love for Luminara, huh? Yeah, uh, hers and the Plo Koon I mean, one are very so similar. Coffee, but <laughs> she could have picked a better Padawan. Yeah, but, I mean, she, I guess, um, a little bit there, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then there was a uh, whole. There's a new Women of the Galaxy collection on Shop Disney as well, and it's pretty. It's pretty dope artwork. If you go look at it, um, all your lead um, lead female characters are on there. Um, the artwork is super cool. They've got couple different bags tops i think some shorts like um just pretty cool stuff so go check it out prices range on all of it i didn't write down all the prices for everything um and then uh last bit was um mando season three episode one dropped last week um mando mania um the first one came out uh or it's, first one starts 315 but they released product last week which was a little weird um because i thought it was Maybe it's just the Target stuff that's starting 315, but um, there was a Logitech A30 headset that has like the the Mudhorn symbol on the outside and they're silver and whatnot. Those are $250. The, yeah, the Grogu Tamagotchi um, is $30. There was a Life Planner for like $33. A Grogu in Pram Biddy Boomer for $20. And uh, new events in the Disney Emoji Blitz game. So go check out all that stuff. It's available right now. Again, I don't think the Target stuff starts until 3.15, so you've got another week on that. Um, but all those products are rolling out very, very quickly. Um, and then lastly, as far as news, Hasbro kicked off a warehouse sale today. Basically, anything that I think they found just laying around or extra stock, they put up for sale on their site. None of the actual product is on sale, um, but if you buy $75 or more, you get 35% off your total purchase. So, um, yeah, interesting. But uh, they got a lot sitting there because there's a lot of figures um, on the website right now. So go check that out. Uh, and the last bit of news, Josh, I was just curious because you are the resident TMNT fan, I think, uh, of the group. I was curious if you checked out the uh, the ta- the trailer for the new Ninja Turtles movie that dropped today. I did. What did um, you think? So I well so this is it was kind of a slow roll cuz they they announced the cast at the Kids Choice Awards and uh you know you got some pretty heavy hitters for the for your millennial section you know you got Jackie Chan as Splinter and you you got uh, John Cena playing Bebop or Rocksteady one or the other I can't remember um man that is he and I was about to try to rattle these off and then now I can't <laughs> now I don't remember what they are um, but there were uh, Ice Cubes playing somebody, uh, Juan Carlos Esposito's playing Baxter Stockman, which is perfect because he even looks like Baxter Stockman. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, 
But so the trailer dropped, and you know, I as a we've we've grown leery as adult Ninja Turtles fans because everything they've made in the in this kind of space since probably like the early 2000s has been marketed at the next generation and uh there's still a lot of like retro content for us too but it's like those two live action Michael Bay movies were okay not made for our demo no and then uh like the cartoons that have been on the newer cartoons aren't like made for us either so i was mm-hmm. you know but i but with seth rogan being involved um i i have faith in him as someone who's in our demo and and who i feel like is good at making content you know so mm-hmm. um especially after finding out that he was like the boys is his thing so i know he's in it but i wasn't didn't realize that he's like a big part of it but anyway so uh, I, I like the animation style. It's different. Mm-hmm. It's they're doing something different, which is cool, and it doesn't look like super CGI. It kind of reminds me more of like similar to that Into the Spider Verse style, right? Which is right. cool. Um, and but they do seem re- like really young, and yeah. it's it's wild. But then I have to remind myself of like, dude, you're almost forty, and they're supposed to be teenagers. Yeah, they're going to be young and not feel feel uh, right to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, April is black, which is super cool because April was originally black, and I love when we turn white characters into black characters because so many people get mad, and it's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I, I the animation style was great. I thought that was awesome, and I kind of like it that they're maybe a little bit on the younger teen side in this yeah. versus like what we saw to your point in the Michael Bay, where they almost seem like they were early twenties ish. Um. They didn't seem like they were teenagers in that one, other than Michelangelo. Um, so I actually kind of liked that. I I liked the goofiness and the kind of more kid uh, approach to it, but with more of a like an adult feel to it. So I like super it. I'll, excited. I'll be though. going to see it in theater. I theaters. I you know do stuff to. Uh, mm-hmm. I will do stuff like that to support the brand because I want them to keep making stuff, and mm-hmm. um, I'm excited. Nice. For it. Very cool. Just wanted to get your get your take on it before we dive into Bad Batch here, because I mean, you know, we've been talking about Bad Batch here for eleven weeks now, and or ten weeks or so, because we had two episodes in that first week, and <laughs> then they hit us with this one. So let me uh, let me get your intro music. So Bad Batch Season 2 Episode 11, titled Metamorphosis, was directed by Brad Rao and Stuart Lee. Writers Dave Filoni, Jennifer Corbett. Cast consisted of Bad Batch, Omega, and Sid briefly in the beginning. Um, and you could tell they were definitely unhappy with Sid. I was glad that they covered that real quick and kind of said, Hey, bro, you left us stranded on this planet. You gave us no help. What's the deal? I, the only thing that bugged me really with that was she was basically like, oh, hey, well, why don't we, if you guys are into making money still, then let's go ahead and do this and I'll cut you in for like 35% of the profits or 40% of the, and she goes up to like 50%. And I'm like, what are you talking about making money? Every mission they've gone on so far, they've not 
succeeded in. They haven't made anything. So I'm just curious. And I, don't get me wrong. There's probably other ep- missions and things and that we have not seen them yeah, do. Maybe but John in Favre everything we've seen, they've failed. have an interview next week where it <clears> turns out the Bad Batch has been doing uh, missions for Sid for 12 years. And we had no idea because it's only been. <laughs> that could be. Nine so we're, we're we're only seeing the exceptions missions yeah, that go seeing, wrong. We're, we're not seeing, seeing the, the success rate. Yeah. So, uh, but Sid was in this briefly. We did have uh, some new characters. We had Doctor Royce Hemlock, played by Jimmy Simpson, who was in Westworld, Black Mirror, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, White House Down, and has done a myriad of other sci-fi and horror properties. We had uh, Dr. Scalder, who is played by Helen Sadler. She is also known as Havina Von Reg in Squadrons. Ray in the Lego Star Wars series. Love, Death, and Robots, if you guys have ever checked that show out. Um, and then a bunch of other animated characters in there. Um, Emery Carr, who is played by Keisha Castle Hughes. She was in Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, she was the Queen of Naboo. Um, and then she was also in Game of Thrones as Obara Sand and in Gotham Knights. Um, and then Nala Se, played by Gwendolyn Yo, who's played that character previously. Um, but she was mostly known for General Hospital, Desperate Housewives, and then tons of voiceover work in other properties. So, um, we had, uh, Lama Sue, which was Bob Bergen. He was back. Bob Bergen's done. Uh, if you go look at his profile, he's done a ton of Looney Tunes characters, which is unreal because all of them are very different. Um, but he was actually the voice of the, of Marvin the Martian in the original Space Jam. And then, uh, we had a new kit, well, not really new character, but Scorch returns in this episode, uh, who's also played by D. Bradley Baker. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So, ah, uh, that was a lot of people yeah. winded. That was a lot. Well done. So, yeah, uh, does anybody want to take a stab at like a high-level overview here, or do we just want to talk about this episode as a whole? Uh, I know the wanna... I know that we had the return of the Zillow Beast, which was uh, very exciting for me. That was mm-hmm. like a, I think a two-part storyline in the Clone Wars, uh, and at the end of it. Palpatine being super sneaky as usual kind of carts it away and it's like, oh, I'm going to hide that away from my nefarious dealings later on. And it never, uh, never really came to a head. And now we see here they are uh, cloning this thing and there's plans for making weapons and armor and things like that out of it. Um, we got to see it in like what a pupil stage, I guess running around. It hadn't gotten to eat any electricity and it was all shriveled up and semi wimpy. And then, uh, it starts eating all the quickly. Yeah. The power, <laughs> it gets to the Very power quickly. plant in the little town there and, uh, starts munching on some electricity somehow and boom, it grows and grows and grows and then turns into like, not quite the Zillow beast we saw in clone wars. That was like, the size of a skyscraper in uh, Coruscant, but it was still pretty big. So it, it looked mm-hmm. like the same thing aesthetically when, when it was small, it didn't. Um, and that was like my favorite part of the whole episode because it's like, I don't know the actual math off the top of my head, but that's like a, at least a 10, 15 year payoff or something. So that's very mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Just under 13 years. 
the Zillow Beast strikes the Zillow Beast and the Zillow Beast strikes back. Uh, the Zillow Beast strikes back uh, w- was on April sixteenth, twenty ten. Ten fifteen. It was right in my pretty window. close. Yeah. I like it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, we had a lot of payoff in this episode with the Zillow Beast from those two episodes. Um, this isn't the first time we saw Scorch. We we saw him, um, you know, in in War Mantle in season one, but we had also seen him in the whole uh, Republic Commando crew uh, in the Clone Wars and Witches of the Mist. And then uh, this the night the nice thing was we finally got um tantus named in this episode they called it out for what it is and actually put a name to where they were um you know the first appearance was in camino lost and at the end of that one we all kind of assumed that's what this was but they never actually said it in this episode it's the first identified it's first identified in this episode so all of those legends that went along with it are now you know, uh, kind of coming to fruition in the current canon, if you will. Uh, so it was nice to actually hear that. So we and did. Uh, is the is the cloning place in the Thrawn books, right? Correct. Okay. Yep. Cool. It's uh, like I said, it was previously mentioned, but uh, that whole storyline and kind of like what the Emperor was doing there had kind of gone by the wayside, and I think most people assumed at the end of uh Camino lost when we saw it we were like that's exactly where they were and uh in this episode we kind of got that confirmation of it so that was great well and i know we got we're a- still a few years away now but the, there's also the the jars of snoke from mandalorian season one i think maybe season two whatever um that we've not really gotten any further details on and there's some you know s- how palpatine cloned himself in the sequels all that like if there mm-hmm. would, was a way to tie all these various cloning experiments together that would be interesting right yeah that's what i was still trying to figure out at the end of this with the zillow beast because other than what do i want to call it cell growth how quickly it can grow based on feeding it electricity um and its armor plating i was trying to figure out how that connects to the emperor like to clone himself well, he like was that's... trying to make like uh organic armor and stuff out of its dna uh so he would could could make troops that you couldn't just cut down with lightsabers mm. or or really anything for that matter mm-hmm. um i believe that was the end game again which which gotcha. is all, always his thing is like I'm going to have the Death Star or I'm going to have a fleet of Star Destroyers with Death Star capabilities or I'm going to Operation Cinder a bunch of planet like a, a show of force I think is just his his move. He he had a bunch of plans in the works. Yeah. He had lots of things. He was dabbling everywhere. So um yeah, but it this episode was I thought this episode was great and it's it's hard because you know here we were last week saying all right this has got to go somewhere. What I, are we doing? I don't regret anything I said. It was all true. <laughs> no. Same. Yeah, I, like, I don't regret what I said, but I like, this is why I keep saying like, I want to love bad batch, but then you have like an episode like last week and then you get this one, which is really, really good and it had solid dialogue. It returns to moving the story forward for the bad batch to what's going on with Tantus and cloning and why Omega is important and all of those things. And 
this is why, like, I wish, to your point, Kyle, the season was a little bit shorter and we cut out some of those other things that we didn't really need. Well, especially because the air We just the got to it. Day. Goodness gracious. Now we've got... Yeah. That, we've got two Star Wars shows, both released on Wednesday, when up to this point, two-thirds, three-quarters of the episodes have been, like, inconsequential, to put it politely. Yeah. And, I, you know, we, we could be missing something. Maybe if we were to talk to a 10-year-old that watches this show, they, they love those episodes, and they're they're really adding to the show but to me we could have cut it in half it could have finished when the mando when mando pr- premiered maybe we had a a finale and a premiere one week overlap and then boom on to mandalorian and we could have mm-hmm. it would have just been cheaper to produce it would have been higher quality uh, i mean i don't know would have flowed a little better yeah i mean i think i'm not the expert they're they're the ones spending all the money to make it <laughs> obviously there's a reason but that's why they pay you the big bucks shoot who (laughs) (laughs) that's why they 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 pay you the big bucks but yeah um no i i it was cool i love the beginning of it definitely had like alien vibes going on with it in the beginning loved the like horror movie kind of mantra behind it that was super cool um not just you know with the the republic commando that was on the ship being chased with his vibro staff but also when tech gets on there and like the droid falls out of the Mm -hmm. the compartment and he's like danger danger and then he just dies it was like this is a total horror movie right now and i i loved it it was solid episode we got a a new baddie uh dr hemlock i gotta tell you i do not like the cut of his jib dr hemlock no he's uh he's very creepy he's gross he's up to no good i can tell he's he's i mean Look out for the guys with the one gloved hand. That could be dangerous. <laughs> I, I have nothing to I don't, say he was, about that. <laughs> he was sitting there like, you know, rubbing his hand like this. He's got the glove on it. Maybe he's got the mechanics in his hand like I, some other individuals. I didn't even think about so, that. Yeah, I assumed it was yeah. strictly aesthetic. Maybe he does have a prosthetic. Well, let me um let me play this intro from Dr. Hemlock here as he is kind of discussing the current affairs of cloning with one Nala Say. It's been a long time, Mistress Say. He creepy. Indeed. Dr. Hemla. I mean, his name oh, it Hemla. pains me to see you like this. Yeah. Why does someone so talented prefer to rot in a cell instead of using their gifts to better the galaxy? I am not especially motivated to continue my work after the Empire destroyed my civilization. Yeah, I'd be kind of pissed What was too. done on Camino was unfortunate, but know that your research remains intact. It'll now serve a higher purpose. That caught her by surprise a little bit, I think. The Emperor's purpose. Don't you wish to be a part of such a scientific achievement? This was surprising, though. I know what Emperor Palpatine seeks to accomplish, and he will not have my cooperation. Perhaps you require the right incentive. Know that I'll be taking over operations here on Tantus, and I can do far worse than confine you to a cell. You can tell he's getting irritated, too. And I'll let you think on that. And I'll let you think on that. 
He's he's creepy. Lots of people in a position of power do not react well to being told no. That is true. Real life. So, Very true. <clears throat> sounded like they were pretty familiar with one another, though. It did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. There were some vibes um, there. But her saying she knows what he wants to use it for and doesn't want to be any part of it, and then all you hear the music change over. Mm-hmm. So she knows, and she's like, nope, I'm not, I'm not going to help this dude. Which, could, like, again, no, it could be bad. any number of things. There's so many different cloning cloning projects that we know for sure were happening. You know, I mean... Even Grogu, they were trying to clone. That was after the, you know, Palpatine wasn't probably necessarily behind that one, but he cloned himself. There was other clones in the Mandalorian. He was trying to clone Zillow Beasts. And then potentially she's talking about yet another thing that we don't even know about. Um, mm-hmm. Who knows? I don't know. Actually, yeah. I believe there was another storyline where. There was definitely a storyline where he was trying to get force sensitive children. Mm-hmm. I can't In remember if he Wars, was yeah. just trying to eliminate them or if he was trying to like utilize them. I assume that was for the Inquisitorious. Mm-hmm. Could be. Number of things that are just left open in the Star Wars world. Yeah. Um, they like to do that to you, but um, hey, thirteen and a no, half years later, you never know what might come back up. <laughs> I was going to say, um, so kind of bringing it back full circle, you know, thirteen years later, um, later on on the ship, we do get a little bit of a dialogue between Tech and uh, the Bad Batch on the Zillow Beast. The crashed vessel was part of an Imperial cloning operation. The Empire cloned the Zillow Beast. Yes and no. The directive came straight from the Supreme Chancellor before he became Emperor. What's he want with it? The creature's genetic material has the potential to be weaponized in the hands of the right scientist. Where were they taking the creature? Unknown. The ship did not have a destination logged. Hunter, there is far more to this than we realized. From what I have gathered, I suspect the Empire did not destroy the cities on Kamino to end cloning. They merely wanted to control it. Yeah. Hmm. Send the data to Echo and Rex. See what they can find out. No bueno, man. Well, it looks like no we're going to be uh, running in with Echo and Rex again soon. At least mm-hmm. soon-ish. Yep. Um... Yeah, we. I think we have a directive here where now it's official. Hey, you need to find Omega, um, Scorch. You need to find the quote unquote military ship that escaped our blockade. Mm-hmm. All of these things are kind of linked together. So, um, you know, Rampart trying to cover up the Bad Batch is now. Hey, these guys still exist. We didn't get them. All right. It's full search for Bad Batch and Omega now. Um, but yeah, it's um, they did earlier in the episode, he did basically say this is the same beast that was on Coruscant, um, you know, years earlier mm-hmm. um, in the attack on Coruscant. And if you watched when they were trying to capture it, they used that same kind of laser. Remember they changed, they modified the lasers on all of the, what is it? The, the big six leg, the oh ATTEs. yeah, on those like tank things. 
Yep, yep. They modified the lasers to like put it to yeah, sleep. They inverted essentially. it or did some. Yeah, on the Atis. Yeah. Atis, yes, on the Atis. Yes, they modified the Atis to um, bring it down. And, um, but yeah, so they modified it, made it bigger, stuck it on a giant ship. They were able to put it to sleep, use the giant claw game hand to come down and grab it and put it in a tank and off they went. So, um, but yeah, the last little bit was, um, we pulled the prime minister of Camino back in on this one and, uh, he clearly didn't care about his people either. Um, you know, he, uh, he was like, well, I don't care either, but here's a little Typical bit of hemlock. In- yeah, here's a little bit of hemlock and the prime minister. Hello, prime minister. Apologies, former prime minister. Former, former prime minister. Why have I been brought here? The cooperation of your chief scientist has not been forthcoming. Nalase's defiance is problematic. It must be frustrating to have your resources, but lack the expertise to achieve your goals. And if you fail to convince her, it won't be long before you are in a cell like me. Hmm. I fear you misunderstand your situation here. If you know of a way to persuade the scientist, now would be the time to mention it. Indeed. In exchange for my freedom... I'm listening. There is a particular clone you must locate. A young girl. She is the key to controlling Nalase. How very interesting. This is so creepy. It seems we have much to discuss. I'll bet he's talking about Omega. You think? Probably. (laughs) Oh, you mean that girl that they just let walk around in the Senate chambers and... Say she yep. was a cloned people. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know why the Prime Minister in the very beginning sounds like... Have you guys ever seen the original Pet Cemetery? He sounds like, Gage, don't go near the road, Gage. I don't know. <laughs> kind of sounds like that guy. Something's um, here to stay, God. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, that's the vibe I got from him when he started talking. And I was like, did I swear? I mean, I know it's a horror movie, but... It's like a it's a horror movie themed episode, but speech about him. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, (laughs) but yeah, Hemlock is very, very creepy. Um, Seems like he's got a little bit of uh, he can throw his weight around there to get what he needs. Um, A fat joke. You're not supposed to do that. <laughs> he uh, he's got some power within uh, within the empire, at least within the science uh, division of the empire. So, what uh, we still have no crosshair in the mix. When do you guys think we get crosshair back? Do we think this is next week? Finale, do we think this probably. is still later on? I mean, there's still like difficult six to see the episodes, is. right? Mm-hmm. Always in motion. The future is, yeah, yeah. Although this is probably already decided, to be fair, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. He might not show up till the, he might not show up till the finale. It's. I it mean, he's be. only been in like what two episodes? Uh, yeah, I think so. That's it, right? The one with Cody, and then the one other one with Rampart. I think, Correct. and that was it, right? So, yeah, I um, 
I don't know when we'll see him again. I'm hoping it's soon because I'd like to see where his character's at and how he's still surviving in the Empire here, and maybe he's realizing he made a mistake. Nah. Um, do we think? Um, do you think Hemlock is a worthy opponent for the Bad Batch, or do you think that we see the full Commando unit go against the Bad Batch, which is Scorch, and then uh, we've not seen Sev Boss or Fixer yet in the Republic commandos, but they're, I'm assuming they're out there. Do we think Scorch well, I mean, calls in no the crew? Could, I mean, what's he going to do? It, it, he's one dude and he's a scientist. So like true nerd. Yeah. Total nerdster. He's uses nerd powers. Just <laughs> waiting to get shoved in a locker or given a swirly or something. He can't stand up to these guys. <laughs> these bros, um, these gym bros. There's no way. Jocks. I, I would like to see the Republic Commando versus Bad Batch um, Justin, matchup. Justin, I think anybody who's ever listened to this show knows you would like to see that. I, I would. <laughs> I mean, the best of the best going against the best of the best. Why not? He's like, calling you a That's what you want. It, that's exactly him. what I was doing. Yes. Hey, you know, I do like the clones. Ooh, troopers. I do like troopers. I do like the clones, you know, and I don't know why this em- emp- this uh, emperor guy gets a bad rap. I mean, he's trying to bring the Zillow beast back from being an endangered species. I, don't, uh, I think what? it's the genocide mostly <laughs> is the main oh, thing okay. that people don't care for. <laughs> you know, other, th- other than that, it's mostly ticky tack stuff. <laughs> they're just yeah, nitpicking details. at that point they're yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> um anything else that you guys want to add <laughs> for this episode of uh of bad batch before we get out of here gotta love moving the plot along with yeah. a good episode good job guys yeah keep it up. finally don't Let's irritate go. me next week with some stupid thing that doesn't make any sense and doesn't serve any purpose it's Thank gonna you. be a mission of the week and it's gonna be on tatooine oh that's exactly what we need more tatooine in the star wars universe i mean what's even going on there who knows <laughs> everything apparently because they Two always go back there hot. yeah <laughs> um yeah it was uh place farthest from the <laughs> center of the galaxy but like oh, so much shit happens there what a weird thing Next week opens with Sid yelling at them. What do you mean you didn't get the cargo? What the God, I send you guys on all these missions. You never come back with anything. I don't understand. Get out of here, Sid. It was simple. You just get a crash ship. You get the cargo. You get out. Why is this so hard? Bad batch. Oh, Lord. All right. Well, let's wrap it up, folks. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go Well, that was the recap of episode 11 for Bad Batch Season 2, Metamorphosis, featuring the Zillow Beast. Nice short little episode, good little appetizer of an episode, digestible. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, I had fun talking about Bad Batch this week. I don't know about you guys. You can find Outer and Beacon anywhere on social media, at Outer and Beacon on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can email us, outerandbeacon at gmail.com. My name's Justin. You can find me on Twitter at IamTheBendu. Where are they going to find you guys at? This is Josh on Battle of Tanab on Instagram and Twitter. 
This is Kyle, and I am KB Legend on social media. And Justin is probably about to say this, but dual episode drop this week, so make sure you check out the Mandalorian episode as well if you just listened to the Bad Batch one. Word up. Orb crew coming in hot yes. this week. Coming in hot. As always, get out and do something Star Warsy, and may the Force be with you. Always. Oh, nice! I hate this word. <laughs> Love that one. <laughs> <laughs>